This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1081 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. On today's tip, Hillary Moore-Hebert from Dressage Today magazine joins Dressage radio show co-hosts Reese and Philip to discuss hand position, a topic inspired by an article in Dressage Today by Ingrid Klimke. And we'll get right to today's tip after this from By Me to Equine. We all know the importance of deworming our horses, and Dr. Ellefson of By Me to Equine is helping us make sure we are doing it right. Listen for his four-part series the first week of every month on this very show. I just wanted to remind everyone, if you are due for deworming, why not save a few bucks on the popular By Me to line of wormers, including Equimax, Bimectin, Exodus, Exodus Multidose, and Equal. You can find coupons and special offers at buymediaequine.com, including a variety of rebate offers from cash to free ivermectin. You can also get up to $2 a dose back for Equimax. And while you're at Buy Me to Equine, get your free horse health record keeper, and you can just download it there. Plus, learn a bunch about parasites and deworming at Buy Me to, that's B-I-M-E-D-A, equine.com. We at the Horse Radio Network all use Buy Me to Dewormers because we want the best for our horses, and we know you want the best for yours, too. Buy Me to equine.com and tell them the Horse Radio Network sent you. Hillary Moore Hebert, the contributing editor from Dressage Today, is on to give us a monthly update on the magazine. Hillary, how are you? Okay, so on to your upper body. Um, this is from Ingrid Klimka, and it's uh, a write-up about her um, clinic that she did with Nita in, November, in this past November, um, and talking about fitness and balance with Cavaletti. It's a really good article in general. She talks about Cavaletti work, uh, which I think is great for cross-training. Um, again, you know, for the older horse, it's a great way to get them moving um, or any horse in the wintertime just so that you aren't stuck in the indoor just going around in circles. But um, what I really liked is she talked about correct hand position, and she talked about um, that the distance between your hands should be about the size of one fist and that she always wants to see the rider's thumbs on top so that they're like a roof when you're holding the reins. And she said that it's really important to do that because then the horse can feel the reins on either side of their neck to really know, um, you know, what it is that you're giving them guidance and support for. So I thought that that was, again, an interesting thing where I sort of, you know, do it, but that's much more of a quantitative way to think about it. So let me ask you a question. Was she had the one fist on all her horses or just more the upper level type horses? Yeah, see, that actually I also wanted to know about too because I was kind of thinking about it and it seemed like it was on the narrower side. But she said in the article that she felt as though when the horses, when the hands are wide, the horse doesn't feel the rain and doesn't know where to go. So I don't, I thought that that was an interesting question that I kind of, wanted you guys to give your thoughts on well for me for sure one fist apart on the upper level horses when I really bring them up bring the hind legs under and and bring them up up to my hand kind of push them up to the bit and um 
if it, when Philip was down here a couple of weeks ago, we worked on that and, and worked on my position that my hand still is, is kind of pushing a little bit forward in that position. But my younger horses, I have a tendency to, to have my hands a little wider. So that's my tendency. I would probably say three fists, no, no wider than my hips. But I think it's always an interesting discussion about width of rain. I think you ask 10 instructors, you'll probably get 10 different answers. So, but for me, I like, I really like the fist apart for a really going upper level horse. And so when I really um, got the hind legs under, have them active, have them pushing up to the bit, have the frame up in, a, in more of a show frame, uh, it will definitely be one fist. So that's sort of my take on it. How about you, Philip? Yeah, I mean, it depends on the situation. I mean, for the three-year-olds, I, I, yeah. like the, I, there's no rule on the three-year-olds. <laughs> you know, kind of the rules go out the window. Stay on? Because you got to stay on, right? And you got to steer and you got to do this, you got to do that. I mean, you're, you're always trying to strive to, to get into the perfect position. But, you know, the younger the horse, the less experience. Sometimes you got to kind of get it done. And then uh, for the upper-level horses, for sure, it depends what I'm working on. You know, mm -hmm. uh for half pass, I you know some horses I really like to kind of lead my inside rein a little more open to check to check the balance of the of the bend you know as you're coming you know across the arena a little bit I like to open the hand a little bit give it to the horse's mouth and make sure I'm not you know uh, in half pass and and traver a little bit because you know there's a tendency to hold the horse on the inside rein and and use an indirect indirect rein you know and that that can be a little bit my own bad habit you know, getting the bend from the rein instead of from the legs. So I open up the hands sometimes. You know, um, for sure in the cavaletti work and any jumping, then I really like to have the horse really, you know, in the in the tunnel, in the channel, right? And have really closed reins and, and let the horse feel that they have to stay very, very straight. So um, as a general rule, and when we talk about position, that's the, that's the ideal place when you're doing, you know, when you're showing for sure. Um, but like I said, there's lots of situations that, I, that I'm not going to hold steadfast to that, to that rule. And, uh, you know, it just depends day to day, you know, kind of thing. So, yeah, and I think, you? you know, well, it's interesting because I'm kind of looking at the, um, through the magazine as we're talking about this, I definitely noticed that her cover photo, her hands are not inappropriate. Um, but I would say that they're on the closer side to each other for what I am, if you looked at the spectrum of what you'd expect for FEI. So, I mean, I would say that her hands, if she were to extend her pinkies out, could probably touch each other. Um, and you can see there's pressure on either side of the horse's neck. Um, whereas if you flip a couple pages in and you see Charlotte Dujardin riding, um, you know, her horse's neck is a, a bit thicker and there's just no way that she could do that without it getting to the point where she'd be, you know, having it almost bridge over his neck. So, yeah, I think it definitely depends on the horse. Um, you know, it, yeah, it's a tough thing. I mean, it's Ingrid Quinta, so we're not going to sit around and be saying that she doesn't know what she's talking about. I think it does definitely depend on the, um, you know, the trainer and their perspective. And definitely, I think, with the younger horses, especially ones, you know, that are a little bit more tricky to train, I've had a lot of success taking my hands quite wide with horses that have contact issues. Um, but, you know, I'm not planning on doing that in a show ring. So, you know, I think there's a time and a place for everything. Um, it obviously seems to be working very well for her. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm looking here, even with Uta Graf in um, one of her DVD covers, her hands are not a fifth width apart, probably more like two, 
you know, they could probably fit two between them. So, yeah, it just seems as though it's just personal preference in, in terms of your training approach. Yeah. The, again, I think you ask 10, 10 trainers, you'll get 10 different responses. Because I've, you know, had people ask me in clinic and, and I always say, listen, your trainer's not wrong. It's it's a little bit personal preference and a little bit the system that you were trained in. And and so I think you sometimes with, with that, you have to kind of, you know, again, yeah, go, go, go. got to try different things. You know? Yeah, I got to try different go things. Get on a horse and say, does this help <laughs> or does that help? And, and then, uh, you know, work towards what am I going to do in the show ring? Yeah, exactly. Right? How to make it pretty. So, yeah. Like it. Great. Well, there you have it. You can find links to today's guests as well as more tips on topics ranging from barn care to websites for horse people at horsetipdaily.com. This podcast was made possible through the generous support of Biomeda Equine and listeners like you. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.